0: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed.
1: Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money show. It is Thursday, September 15th, and when this airs, I will be on my way to the cycle for the cause ride mark. So I will be on on the ride up to Massachusetts and um, Friday, which will be tomorrow for all of you guys, it will be the beginning of the three-day, 275-mile ride for the cause. So if you're listening to this and you feel like you just want to say a little like, here's $5, Jill, keep going, that would be great. It's right on the front page of our website. It's going to come down after this ride is over. I think it's probably going to end up coming down as of tomorrow, as of like the, the day that the ride starts. But the Cycle for the Cause fundraiser is still active and you will find it at the front door of the JillOnMoney.com website. So um, what are you going to do while I'm riding 275 miles, Mark? Are you going to check in with me? Are you nervous?
2: I'm going to go to my local establishment and have a couple of pints of beer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you were in training mark for uh, for that while you were uh, away this past uh august
2: oh my god i let me tell you when i was in england i drank so much beer it's ridiculous
1: it's a little warm though no
2: yeah but i, I love a good cask ale and i met up a couple nights with a couple different friends and oh my god had way too many drinks
1: i mean that's kind of cool that's pretty awesome. Um, I'm glad that you had that time. I'm glad that you're, um, you've created your training, which is excellent. <laughs> you had to do that, which is very good. Um, so when we get into it with you guys, what is really helpful is that you have like a semblance of like where we're going when we ask you financial questions. So if you've got financial questions that are brewing and you want to talk to us, you go to JillonMoney.com, click on the contact us button, you let us know if you want to come on the air live. And if you do, just if you know I'm going to ask you like how much do you earn and what are your goals and what are we trying to accomplish and what are your assets and so those are the kinds of things. And of course, we'll always ask you about your estate planning. So if you haven't done it, it's okay. We'll we'll try to figure out how we can help nudge you along, okay? Cuz I think Mark, if the it's not so great to be like, do it, do it, do it, without saying like, well, why aren't you doing it? I think we have to come into the place of like, well, wait a second, what's preventing you from doing it? And it's usually something that's like, I, we can't figure out where the kids go, or we, I don't know, what, like, what do you think is the biggest barricade?
2: Um, what is the biggest barricade? I just, I oftentimes I think it's a topic that people don't want to deal with.
1: Yeah. I know. It's just a bummer, right? It's just really a bummer because people are like, oh, I don't want to have to deal with, I don't know. It's, it, but you know, then, so Mark knows this. like I have a very, like, I literally have three dear friends who all got cancer diagnoses in the last 45 days. And shockingly, uh, two of them have no estate documents done. And they're at the age where they should have done it. And it's just such an awful thing to go through the process of doing your estate planning when you get this terrible diagnosis, right? It's so much, you know, like that's the part that's so horrible for me, which is like, kind of like would rather do this when the blank has not hit the fan. So if you're having a problem with that, we'd love to hear from you. We will hold your hands. I promise I'll make you feel slightly guilty, but I'll also make you feel like you can do it. All right. So just go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Now, Today, Mark, this is fun. We've got a recidivist uh, listener who is going to be, come on the air with us. His name is Richard. He's from Southern California. Richard, when did you originally come on our sister broadcast on, on the Jill on Money show? What When was that? I believe it would have been November or December of 2020. That like, seems like a million years ago now, doesn't it? It was like the height of the horrible times when we had, we didn't know what the hell was going on. We, we had no long how long it was going to last. What brought you to the airwaves then and what can we do for you today?
0: So at, at that time, uh, you know, I had started making good money and I just wanted to make sure that I was on track for you know, some kind of success. So, I came on the show and asked for some advice, and uh, here we are again today. Hopefully, I'm a little bit further along in uh, the progress that I've been trying to make. Once again, I'm I'm asking you for your help. So, uh, you
1: know, we'll see what we can do. Okay. We're on a two year plan. I like it. So, first of all, Richard, how old are you? Uh, I am 31. Okay. And are you single, partnered, married?
0: Uh, I do have a partner, but we do not live together.
1: That's why they're still partners, Mark.
0: She, she has back. her space and I have my space, so it definitely helps.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's either it's either two bathrooms or we don't live together. That's kind of the magic solution there. Okay. How much money do you earn, Richard?
0: Um, So I'm in a sales job, so there is a variable component to it. But mm-hmm. if I hit quota, it's roughly about $180,000, $190,000. Currently, wow. a date, I've made uh, 130000 hundred and thirty. So I'm, I'm tracking well to make quota this year, if not exceed it. So my estimates will be closer to 200,000.
1: Wow, that's great. So do you have um, on that income, uh, do you have contributions that you're making into retirement plan through work or on your own? What do you, are, I don't know, are you employed or self-employed in this job?
0: Yeah, I'm employed. Um, it is a sales job. So I, I try to stock away as much as I can when uh, available. But so far this year, I've already maxed out the 401k option. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've got the HSA going as well. So I've uh, successfully been able to do this with a, a little bit of luck uh, since 2014, where I've been able to max out my, my 401k. So if awesome. I can keep that up for a couple more years, uh, You know, I'll have a nice little runway to, to have the uh, retirement portfolio grow.
1: Nice. I love this. How much money is in the retirement in the 401k plan?
0: So I've had to roll some stuff over because the change of jobs and different employers, but uh, currently at Vanguard, I have about $360,000. And then at the current employers 401k with the employee stock purchase plan, there's roughly Mm -hmm. $27,000. And then I've got money in a couple different accounts.
1: How much is in the, wait, before we do that, the HSA, how much is in there?
0: HSA, I have roughly $13,000.
1: Okay. And then you have other um, other investment accounts?
0: That is correct. So I've got Betterment. Uh, I, I've got some Robinhood money. I know that you're going to probably shake your uh, your finger, wag your finger at me on that one, but oh, that's kind of my safety net so I don't blow up everything else. That's uh, funny
1: that you would think Robinhood is your safety net. How much money is in there?
0: Oh, man. I know you're going to ask this. Uh, I've got about $105,000 in there.
1: And it's stocks?
0: It is stocks, but it, it's long-term hold stuff. Um, so I don't think I sell anything more than once or twice a year, and that's usually to tax rebalance. But the, okay. the intention is truly buy and hold.
1: How so much money is in the Betterment account? I'll get to the stupid Robinhood account okay. in a second. Okay. How
0: much uh, is in Betterman? I've got about $66,000, and $6,000 of that is one of the HSA accounts.
1: Let me just talk about the Robinhood. Are you underwater on these stocks or are you still in the money on these stocks?
0: I'm in the money on most of the stocks, actually. And not because I, I've decided to uh, get lucky and then you know, have some blind luck in there. Most of the stuff has been growing since uh, 2014 when I started putting some money in. So there's mm-hmm. accounts uh, or stocks like Apple. I've got some S&P. Uh, I've got some QQQ. Mm-hmm. So it really is a little bit more uh, educational for me. Okay. but it's not just day trading on penny stocks or trying to find the the next hot hot topic to uh you know shoot to the moon, I guess.
1: What about money in the bank?
0: Money in the bank uh, roughly about a hundred thousand dollars because I've been trying to put some money aside for an investment property and that's uh one of the I guess that's the predominant reason that I'm here.
1: Okay. Wait a second. So 100 grand is in the bank, 66 at Betterment, although some of that is your HSA. So so let's just say 160 is the amount that is in non-retirement assets. Then there's the 100 in the bank. And then there's this 360, uh, like 390-ish in retirement stuff and the employee stock purchase, right? So you right now, do you rent or do you own?
0: I currently rent. But it, it's for uh, family matters. So the rent is actually zero. And uh, I'm here taking care of a family
1: member. You're such a good boy. Do you methodically put money into the Robinhood or Betterman account once your 401k and HSA are maxed out? Or is it just like when I get a slug of money commission, boom, I put the money in?
0: Uh, similar to dollar cost averaging. Every time I get paid, money goes to a couple different accounts.
1: How much money would you guess you're putting into those accounts on an annual basis or a monthly basis?
0: Monthly basis, I could tell you right off the bat, it's probably twelve hundred bucks into Robinhood. The four hundred one k was matched out in July. Uh, the HSA, I'm doing it, you know, by paycheck, so that'll come through at the end of the year.
1: Betterment, are you putting money into or actively Betterment,
0: or not? Four hundred bucks a month, or a hundred dollars a
1: week. Okay, so you're putting sixteen hundred dollars a month away into these accounts. Which is pretty damn good.
0: And so, in order to get additional real estate uh, exposure, I also have a fundrise account, which is roughly thirty five, thirty six thousand dollars. So, I mean, in total, I have about seven hundred and ten, seven hundred and fifteen, depending on how the market is, uh, net worth.
1: Hmm, that's great, and you're so young. What do you think about the future and how long the zero dollar rent is going to last?
0: I mean realistically, uh, maybe two years
1: and then at that point, do you think you'd want to buy or would you buy this place where you live right now? like what do you think could happen? Give me like the scenarios of for at least for living
0: Yeah, so my girlfriend and I are very serious about our relationship. We see ourselves moving together uh, in the future, you know probably the next three years. That being said, there is an option where there is another house within the family that we could move into, and the rent would be either free or very cheap. Um, so we're definitely trying to save mm-hmm. as much money, invest as much money as we can for our future. That way, one day we have the option of no longer working or choosing a lesser-paying job that is more fun uh, because of what we've done you know, over the years prior.
1: I don't like that. Understand why I have to buy the investment property. I get why you want real estate. Which is fine. Like the fundrise is a little bit of a a taste of that, but I don't know. Like it's tough to find a good investment property in this environment. It's almost like we're in the wrong part of the cycle for you to. And and maybe you're not thinking about that for right now. Maybe you're thinking about that like as a way to, you know, when the market turns, when things ease up? I mean, what do you think about the timing of when you would want to look at, or, or are you already looking at investment properties? Well,
0: I'm already looking at investment properties, uh, but it's not on my own. It's not just, you know, me looking at stuff on uh, the MLS or whatnot. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a turnkey property manager in Florida that I've been looking at, or at least talking to, and um, everything's fully integrated with them. They manage everything. They find the tenants for it, but I'm looking at, Predominantly, price appreciation on the house, cash flow won't be for a couple of years. Um, you know, I might be making 70 bucks a month, which isn't anything to write home about. But as rents increase and property prices increase, uh, I'm looking forward to that. And then with rates being where they are, that doesn't bother me too much because I can always refinance it down in the future. But I, I don't know what the market's going to look like three to six months from now or 12 months from now. But I feel that I'm comfortable taking on this additional debt. Uh, and understanding that you know it may not reward myself for another five years.
1: Mark, what do you think about this?
2: It's not my cup of tea, but I, I get the sense that you know us telling him to invest in a brokerage account and use index funds is probably not going to go over well.
1: I know. Like, what do you think about that? If you're you knew that we were going to say that, so you listened to us. So, what do you think about that idea of like like let's why do we have to do this investment thing right now?
0: Yeah, of course. Um, I don't have a, a real answer. You know, I, I'd like to tell you that this is why or why I'm not doing something. Um, but I guess predominantly I'm looking for like the price appreciation that's hopefully going to give me better returns than just the price
1: appreciation. You're in the wrong part of the cycle for price appreciation. You know what I mean? Like we've already just had a 20% pop on a year over year basis, probably a 35% pop in the last two years. So like, it's, it's like, talk to me when we're in the, you know, in a crappo recession and you have some opportunity. Like, I don't see why you would do this now. I understand the desire to like want to do this, but I don't know. Like, I feel like why now? That's what I'm, that's where I land. Even though I know I'm not supposed to do market timing. It's like silly not to, it's, it would be silly to ignore the fact that we've just had this wild run up in real estate prices. And without a gun to your head, I think that I might be much more inclined to say like, Hey, you know what? In two or three more years when you guys are living together, let's see where you are. Maybe you do want to buy a house then maybe like be living rent free free as possible. Maybe it's not. Maybe we buy a home that is in the family or I'm not even sure about this, but I just put this out there as like, I don't know. I don't see why we have to worry about like buying the top of a market right now. Because I don't think you're going to get, you know, the whole the real estate and the appreciation is like, it's just appreciation, but it's also income. It's like two components. And if you the income part is not there, even in the short term, I don't see why the appreciation would be there. I'd, I'm not saying that real estate's a bad investment for everyone listening. I just think that given all the great stuff going on in your life, I don't see why we would want to tie up money from in an investment property today, unless someone turned around to you and said, "Oh, listen, this family property is here, and we're going to give you a great deal on it, and like do it, pull the trigger right now."
0: I'm pretty conservative by nature, so it's definitely resonating. And if I didn't want to listen to your guys' thoughts or opinions on it, I wouldn't have uh, reached out to you guys.
2: Would you Would you have to spend that whole hundred thousand dollars to do this?
0: No, no, no. I so the properties that I'm looking at are closer to uh, like $180,000 range. So 30% down closing costs, it would probably be 70 grand.
1: I mean, it's not that much money overall. I still think the premise is that like, why am I buying into a market? It's like you said calling me up last November and being like, I want to buy tech stocks that are up a gazillion percent. And I look at the chart and I look at the timing and I look at this and I'm like, well, why not buy other things that are relatively better value? That's how
2: I come at this. And the property would be in Florida? Uh, yes. Yes. Are you from Florida? Do you have any ties to Florida?
1: No
0: ties to Florida.
1: I am not. I, am, I don't know why I'm feeling like negative about this, but I'm going on the record saying I feel negative and Richard, you're going to do what you want to do. I get it, but I don't think this is in your best interest.
0: So with that money, would you say that I should just keep building it up on the side for a potential, you know, primary house in the future? Or would you put it, uh, where would you park it besides, uh, I mean, maybe S&P 500 index would be your best Yeah. Interest?
1: I would say like a, a like some blended approach that either, you know, in that Robinhood account, you've got an S&P 500 fund. You should probably buy a little bond fund. You should have the money in there, build it up, keep the money that you need. I mean, if you're really not going to need this for two or three years, then I would kind of just be a little bit more measured, I wouldn't be 90% in individual stocks. I think that I would be like 50-50. And put it this way, I feel a lot more comfortable buying stocks today, even if they go down by another 30%. We've already had like a sell-off that has gone on this whole year. you know. So I do feel like that's, I personally think you're in a better position to have appreciation in that scenario. I just do. I'm so, it's like very funny, this is a funny question to me because I usually love the idea of like, let's buy real estate and let's do long-term and I like this kind of thing. But I just feel like the time and the cycle is just not great. So that's where I come.
2: And plus, like if you told me like, oh, I've, I found something in the neighborhood where we live and we're interested in, in buying it and renting it out, I, I would be more on board with that. But I'm not so crazy about dealing with this person across the country in a place that you're not that familiar with. That also kind of throws me off.
1: Me too. I'm with you. I'm totally with you. Um, All right. Any other questions, Richard, before you go plunk plunk down this money in Florida?
0: No. I I, I mean After you guys have talked to me about it and you guilt-tripped me a little bit, I probably won't do this deal. Uh, I mean, I'm hearing what you're saying and it makes sense. And I've got my own personal thoughts on it. And I needed someone to reassure me. And uh, that's what you guys are doing.
1: Yay. Good luck. Keep us posted. Thank you for getting back in touch with us. I'm sorry, we didn't give you the exact answer you wanted, but we're very happy you joined us. If you, like Richard, are saving money like crazy, or maybe you're thinking about doing something big with real estate, or maybe you just want questions answered about you know, how do you manage finances separately or together, whatever it is, just go to jillonmoney.com click the contact us button and let us know how we can help you out do also make sure that you check the box that says you want to come on the program because then mark will do all of the hard work so you can follow us wherever you find your favorite podcast do check out our other program it's called Jill on Money and when you're on our website sign up for the free weekly newsletter it's really fun also on our website you're going to see that you can do something else it's really fun you can actually pre-order the book the great money reset change your work change your wealth change your life yeah i banged that out this year all right so that is it that is the program mark to here that guy he is the co-host he is the executive producer of my life we are distributed by paramount global we drop our episodes every tuesday and thursday Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Curiosity, compassion, community. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.
2: Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, Dee Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The
0: Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true.